Welcome to Teach, Think, Treat. This podcast is for healthcare professionals and students about teaching and learning in a busy clinical setting. Whilst our setting is a tertiary paediatric hospital, our experiences and challenges are shared by many professionals and students in other clinical environments. The Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub acknowledged the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land from which we provide our services. We pay respect to the ancestors, elders and emerging leaders of the Kulin Nation and extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians accessing our resources. On any given day at the RCH, we can have several hundred students undertaking clinical placements here with us, learning about paediatric healthcare. So join us to hear about these placement journeys, the ups and downs, and really gauge what it's like to be a student at the RCH. In this episode of TTT, we're chatting with Phoebe, who's a fourth-year medical imaging student, undertaking a placement here at the RCH with obviously the medical imaging team. Phoebe's right at the start of her placement. In fact, I think it's day two of her placement. So welcome, Phoebe. Before we kind of get into some of the questions, can you maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe something you like doing in your spare time or a fun fact about you? Yeah, no worries. Hey, thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy reading. I have two French Bulldogs, so love running around with them. They're the best. They keep us very, very busy. Fun fact, I actually work at RCH as a receptionist down in medical imaging, so very familiar with the hospital and the team, so pretty excited to do my placement. Yeah, cool. And I guess that would give you a really different kind of unique perspective on placement as well. I suppose you're coming with some knowledge, but with such a different context than than coming in as a student as well. So we said before you're studying medical imaging, can you tell us kind of what drew you to to study this discipline? Like what what brought you to this place? Um, So when I was in year 10 and I was trying to work out what I wanted to kind of aim towards, I knew I wanted to do health, just didn't know where. So one of my um, family friends is a radiographer and a sonographer and I was talking to him about it and he was telling me everything that he did. And then I got some work experience at Royal Women's in the medical imaging and did two days up there when I was in year 10 just to get the feel and loved it. Worked my butt off in year 11 and 12, got the marks and haven't looked back and loving it, loving it. So So far, so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. (laughs) Couldn't see myself doing anything else. And so why were you interested in a placement at RCH? I mean, firstly, did you get any choice in coming to RCH? We put preferences down and I think RCH, the first time I came here, because I came here in 2021 as a student, it was kind of like fourth or fifth on the list because I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go, but I was like, it'd be kind of cool to see the kids. So, yeah, it was about, I think, my fourth preference. And then when I got it, I was like awesome. This will be great to kind of get the experience because at uni, they don't do a lot of paediatric training. Outside of children's hospitals, you'll still do a lot of Mm. paediatric imaging. So it was really good to be able to have a feel for what it was like, loved it. And then, yeah, there was a job that came up and took it and still here two years later. (laughs) That was going to be my next question, like chicken or an egg. Like were you already (laughs) working here before placement or you did a placement and then a job came up and you're like, ah. Yeah, the um, tutor downstairs in medical imaging, 
he sent an email out to a heap of students like, there's a job up in admin. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to apply and see what happens. And yeah. There you go. Student placement at RCH might lead to, <laughs> to gainful employment if you're lucky. Great. And this placement is mm-hmm. a fourth-year placement now. The one you did before was much earlier in yeah. your training, yeah. So fourth-year placement now, how long are you going to be here for? How long is this placement? Uh, Twelve weeks. And is that kind of standard? Are your placements often that long or does it, does it depend? For, so I'm at Deakin mm-hmm. and for Deakin the fourth-year placements are 12 weeks but then our third years are six weeks, second year are four weeks and first year is three weeks. So they kind of get bigger the more we're in the course. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like our equivalent to like an intern placement because it's so long. Mm-hmm. And then I also did – so I've done three months – going to do three months at Children's and I've already done three months at St Vincent's as okay. well. So, yeah, this is really about being embedded, I guess, in, in practice and yeah. kind of finding your feet and yeah. moving towards autonomous yeah. kind of practice as much as, as possible. I think that's the goal by the end of our placement yeah. is to be pretty autonomous and ready to enter the workforce when it comes to fourth year. Yeah, well, it's got to happen sometime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, we talked about, we just talked about autonomy. But what other things are you hoping to gain from your placement experience, specifically here at the RCH? I also want to make sure I increase like my networking with other radiographers and doctors. Um, medical imaging is quite a small field where everyone knows everyone. So it's always good to make heaps of good impressions and network as well as form connections. So if I do end up as a, with a job at RCH that I work, I meld well with the team as well as just increase my confidence in paediatric imaging mm. overall just because it is a very different dynamic and a key skill if I don't end up working at RCH in the end. And so what are your supervision and kind of support arrangements like? So I'm a, a nurse. I'm from a nursing background, so I have a lot of knowledge in, in that context. But this is actually my first time talking to a medical imaging oh, cool. student. Um, so I'm excited to sort of hear a bit more about things in general. But do you have like one supervisor for most of your placement or is it different day-to-day, can you kind of talk us through what your supervision looks like? We get given what modality we're in, so that's like the different type of imaging that happens. So, for example, this week I'm in fluoroscopy, so each day I will be partnered up with a qualified radiographer, grade two or above, and that's who my buddy is for the day that'll talk me through different things, give me a chance to have a go by myself and, like, just help me through and teach me throughout the day. So that's every day. And then our tutor, we have two tutors at the moment and the senior tutor will go through all of our assessments and stuff with us as well as he does um, tutes every week. So we go through different physics concepts or clinical concepts just so we're all around what's going on in the hospital and different pathologies. Um, But there's always someone there to help us when we need it. There's the support in being able to have a chat if you're feeling overwhelmed or um, just need a breather is really great because they're all really understanding that we're under a lot of pressure (laughs) to perform as well as um, it's an unpaid placement. So trying to deal with all of life's ups and downs as well. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of have one consistent overarching individual that supports you kind of end to end and make sure everything happens, all the boxes get ticked and you've got some consistency as well in terms of support. Then on a day-to-day basis, you might be working with with different practitioners depending on where, you know, your focus is or what particular modalities you might be working on. 
So let's talk a little bit about maybe taking a step back in terms of how you get yourself ready for placement. So thinking about this pre-placement period, is there any particular preparations that you did make before starting the placement? Um, So about maybe a month before I started, I emailed the senior tutor and was like, what do you need from me in regards to paperwork, any immunisation paperwork and things like that. And he sent back a orientation that kind of just summed up the department as well as like an emergency contact form and the RCH privacy confidentiality form that I needed to sign. And then I know myself, I always make sure I get lots of sleep the first two, like two weeks leading up. I also try and like for the first two weeks, two weeks before I start, like setting my alarm of what time I need to get up so I can be in the hang of getting up nice and early to Mm. get to work and get to placement just so I'm ready and always have a notebook with me. So yeah, just making sure I'm ready to get started and make sure I'm nice and refreshed and not burnt out before placement. Yeah, that's really great. I'm really glad you mentioned that because often when we talk about getting ready, people will talk about all the logistics, which are obviously really important, like get this form signed and do that or desperately study about <laughs> paediatrics so you know every single thing about everything before you t- you turn up. But it's, it's really important to make sure we're kind of... Um, I guess mentally yeah. prepared, prepared for placement because it is it can be so exa- it's exciting and exhilarating, yeah. but so exhausting. Right? I remember doing nursing placements this is a million years ago now. My first ones, and I think I just came home and fell asleep on the couch straight after my my shift yeah. because I was so exhausted for the first three days until I adjusted to everything. Because you're not only getting up and working, but learning yeah. and thinking and putting yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. every day. So thanks um, so much for sharing those points with us. Is there any, I guess now that we've talked about that, going back to the more of the logistics sort of stuff, does your university do anything specifically to prepare you for placements? Like are there specific placement preparation courses or anyone there that you spoke to for advice or guidance before starting placements? Back in like first and second year, we'd have little like seminars before we started and they go over things like like Indigenous health and being respectful of different mm-hmm. uh, races and genders and all of that just to get it when we weren't used to going on placement, kind of getting us ready for what we might come across. Mm-hmm. When we came into third and fourth, they didn't do those anymore, but we always had a point of contact that if we had any questions, any queries and concerns, they we'd have someone to contact that would constantly reply um, and support us in that way. But, yeah, it's more just a someone to go to if we need help because they trust that we've got the hang of being on placement now after four years of it. Did you feel like that did prepare you for placement? So I guess has it sort of met your expectations so far? I definitely feel like at the be- like in first and second year it was a real help to be like, okay, cool, these are the things we're going to come across and we are in a very unknown environment and they're trying to help us understand different concepts that we may have never come across mm. in non-clinical settings. So that was really helpful. And then in third and fourth year, I feel as if I'm pretty an autonomous person, so it hasn't really bothered me that we yeah. haven't had those. I think I would have found them a little bit of a drag if mm-hmm. we had, especially fourth year, just because it's like, we know what we're doing, let's just get started. Our unit chair for fourth year is incredible and he's Mm -hmm. so supportive and he's always willing to help and 
he's reachable by the phone, via email. He does um, clinic visits if he's out and about. He'll come to different hospitals and visit students on clinical placement to make sure they're doing okay. And so, yeah, I feel as if for fourth year with such a long period, we Mm -hmm. have a really great support from Deakin. Yeah. And it sounds a bit like you have the opportunity the support is there mm. and then it's about as an individual um, and as a pr- practitioner thinking about when you need support yeah. and you can reach out when you need it, which I yeah. guess is all about that building to autonomy in, yeah. <laughs> in lots of different ways, right? So let's talk a little bit about first impressions, mm. day two. So we are very much in the land of first impressions. Yes. What have your first impressions been of the clinical setting, knowing that you've been here before, so mm. maybe thinking with that lens of coming back yeah, it's been a real interesting, especially from being like on the clerical side, then going to clinical. It hasn't felt like my first week. It's felt like I've been there for a while because I already know everybody. So I've kind of skipped all of the getting to know all the radiographers because mm. I already know them all and being able to get thrown straight into um, doing some x-rays. And I was in fluoroscopy yesterday, so I got to um, do some things in there. So it's been really good. It's been, I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's like when you don't go for a run for a while and you go yeah. for a run and your whole body aches. Yeah. <laughs> like I got home this morning and I was like, I'm so sore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just from not being used to it. Mm-hmm. And when as a radiographer we wear lead to protect mm-hmm. ourselves from radiation when we're in fluoroscopy, so I was wearing that all day yesterday very heavy and I was like I'm not used to wearing this (laughs) but I know I'll get the hang of it um after a couple of weeks so it's it's tiring but it's very exciting yeah I'm having a lot of fun you get match fit right yeah it's interesting like you said you've being someone who's um already engaged with the organization in a obviously very different capacity you I guess do get to skip ahead a little bit in terms of that so maybe that socialization side of of placement and maybe where you're a little bit off topic here, but I'm interested in your decision to be employed in a hospital and was that, and in the medical imaging department, was that something you thought about, I just needed a job and someone emailed me about it or were you sort of actually like, wow, this will actually be really useful for me being embedded in this, even if you don't end up working here, in the social kind of environment of a medical imaging department? Was that something you did like strategically or intentionally or? Yeah, well, I was looking for a new job anyway. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, this would be a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like I can Mm -hmm. network, get within the industry, put your foot in the door. And like when I came into the job, I was like, right, I'm going to network, get my name out there, get like increase my chances to get my placement here, mm. do a great job, and then I just fell in love with the job. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. It started off as networking and setting myself up for the future, but it's been a blast the last two years and I couldn't have seen myself do anything else. And I feel as if I appreciate the background of the clinical side of mm. things now that I've been in clerical because there's a lot that goes on in the background that sometimes gets taken yeah. for granted yeah. and it's like I know what goes on back there and I I know the systems inside and out, <laughs> which helps with being a radiographer because I know how to use all the pro- yeah. computer programs. Well, it'll work both ways. Like in your, your job, you have a great perspective of what yeah. the, the clinical staff need, but when you are a fully-fledged clinical staff member, you're going to have a really great 
perspective of what's happening in all the other areas yeah. as well. It's easy for us to get really like wedged into our little group and our, yeah. our discipline <laughs> and there's so much value in, in having better understanding, I mm. think, what everybody else is doing. So obviously it's only been two days on the floor so far and you've mentioned <laughs> a couple of things about what you've been working on, but have you faced any particular challenges since beginning your placement? I think the biggest challenge is being like talking to the kids, like being at St Vincent's just talking to adults, like you really have to shift the way you talk to kids. Mm. And even in my role as clerical, I do a lot of talking to parents rather than talking to the actual children. So there's been a lot of like trying to change my wording and how I talk about things so the kids are going to be more cooperative and understand Mm. and that sort of thing and not to scare them. And yeah, just to try and work out how to talk to them, which has (laughs) been a big one, but I'm had some experience with being here previously with how the best talk to them. The other thing is just making sure I get enough sleep and mm-hmm. eat during the day and drink water and <laughs> look after myself until I get my um, endurance back for yep. being on placement. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking forward to through the rest of your placement? You've got 12 weeks to go. What are you excited about? Being in different areas, I didn't go in when I was last time a student because we learn things in different stages. Mm-hmm. There's some modalities we don't get to do depending on what year we're in. So I get to go into MRI and ultrasound this time, which I'm really excited about. Just becoming autonomous and getting confidence to do things by myself. Yeah. And we do afternoon shifts. So um, being able to be independent on afternoons and get to really get my hands dirty and ready to go and just I'm excited to finish <laughs> ultimately and get a job. <laughs> Ready to fly. Yeah, pretty much. Perfect. Good. That's a great. It's good that you're excited about that. <laughs> so then do you have any advice for other students? Obviously this podcast will be listened to hopefully by lots of other yeah. students out there from lots of different disciplines who might be starting a placement mm-hmm. here at the RCH or even placement in, in general. What are your words of wisdom? Uh, you will get lost. Lots. This hospital is huge and you will get lost and that's okay. The hospital's so nurturing, so don't be afraid to ask for help because everyone's happy to help. Look after yourself, get lots of sleep, eat lots of food, have fun. Well, thank you so much, Phoebe, for chatting with me today. Thanks for having me. To our listeners. I'm very excited about your (laughs) your placement, that's for sure. But I'm sure lots of people will get a lot of useful information and hopefully a bit of confidence and and motivation (laughs) as well from the things that you've shared. So thanks so much for speaking with us and really wish you the best with the rest of your placement. Perfect. Thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Teach, Think, Treat, part of the Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast series. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, check out our other podcast channel, Conversation with the Experts where professionals from the Melbourne Children's Campus provide advice and insights, tips and tricks, and discuss the latest research findings on a range of topics.